0: to The Word for Today, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor Chuck Smith, founder of the Calvary Chapel Movement. This radio program is a verse-by-verse study through the entire Bible. And on today's edition of The Word for Today, Pastor Chuck continues with the adulterous woman, as we pick up in Proverbs chapter 2, verse 13.
1: And now, with today's message, here's Pastor Chuck. Now, unfortunately... Our wives are many times more honest with us. And they so many times are just blunt. Sometimes I think you're so dumb. How can you do such stupid things? And here the stranger comes along and with her flattery says, Oh, you're so smart. My, where did you learn all of that? I've never met a man as clever as you. And the flattery, how many men have been trapped by that? And so the warning is against the adulterous woman who flatters with her lips. Be careful of that. The Bible says that she has forsaken the covenant that she made before God. The marriage vows. The husband of her youth. She has left him. And now she is looking for a prey. She's looking for security. And she comes along with her flattering words and like poor Samson... Through her flattering lips, the strongest man can be brought down to a crust of bread. And so here is just a father warning his son, be careful for these gals, son, who come along with their flatteries and all, who can turn and twist your judgment, because their path is the path of death. You go into their houses, you don't come out again. There's destruction in their ways. And so the dad warning his son, and we need to be warned of the folly of forsaking the covenants that we have made in our own marriage vows in order to listen to the words of a flutterer. None that go in unto her return again. Neither do they take hold of the path of life. Chapter 3 continues to my son, Forget not my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days, long life, peace shall they add to thee. Now these are the three and, and we get now into some couplets here. He gives sort of a, a word, and then he tells you what the result of it will be. And to keep the commandment in your heart, it'll grant to you the length of days, long life, peace will they add to thee. Now the next little Statement: Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about your neck. Write them on the table of your heart. What? Mercy and truth. So will you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. So you see the results of writing the laws of mercy and truth upon your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And the result will be, He will direct your path. How can I know the will of God? The question so often asked. Three steps. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Two, lean not to your own understanding. Three, in all your ways acknowledge him. The result, he shall direct your path. Now the next word of exhortation. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. And the result, it will be health to thy body and morrow to thy bones. you be healthy. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. The next exhortation. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all of your increase. The result? So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses, that would be the wine presses, shall burst out with new wine. Now, there is a basic law. And I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments or the law given by Moses, just a basic law of God as we speak of laws. We speak of laws of of nature. There's the law of magnetism, the law of gravity, the law of electricity, the various laws of nature. They're just there. We've studied them. We've been able to formulize them and understand them That they work. We don't always know why they work, but we know they work. We know that they are just basic laws of nature that they work. There's a cause and effect. Now, in the same token, there are basic spiritual laws that God has established that have a cause and effect kind of a uh, thing, just like any other law that is operating in our natural world around us. And there is a law of God concerning giving. And though we cannot understand exactly how it works, yet it does work. Now, I don't have to understand how electricity works to benefit from electricity. Even so, I don't have to understand how the laws of God work as far as giving to benefit from them. Now, here the law of God is stated. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of your increase. I believe that the first fruits belong to God. The first thing that comes out of my Salary or my wages, whatever, is earmarked for the Lord. If I have sold a piece of property, the increase, the first fruits of it, I give to God. Of the increase. Honoring God with your substance. Now this law is stated throughout the Bible many places and is illustrated in many places. In Malachi, we read, "Will a man rob God?" You say, "Well, we're in it. We rob God." And God said, "In your tithes and in your offerings." Now, prove me and see if I will not pour out unto you a blessing which you cannot contain. God challenges you to test this law. Jesus said, "Give, and it shall be given unto you. Measured out, pressed down, running over, shall men give into your bosom." Paul the Apostle said that if we sow sparingly, we will reap sparingly. But if we sow bountifully, we're going to reap bountifully. In whatever measure you meet, it's going to be measured to you again. The law of God. I cannot tell you how it works. All I can do is affirm for you that it does work. God honors that law. Of giving. And so here is Solomon exhorting his son Honor the Lord with your substance And with the first fruit of all of your increase What will the result be? Your barns will be filled with plenty Your presses shall burst out with new wine The next exhortation is my son Despise not the chastening of the Lord neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as the Father, the Son, in whom he delights. In Hebrews, this passage or this proverb is quoted. My son despise not the chastening of the Lord, Now, in Hebrews, he adds, for he chastens every son that he receives. And if a person isn't chastened of the Lord. If you can get by with evil, then you better be very concerned. Because if you're a child of God, he's not going to let you get by with evil. Now, a lot of times if we venture into something that we know is wrong and we get caught, then we get real upset with God. How come they can do it and they can get by with it? I do it and I get caught, you know. It's not fair. If you can do it and get by with it, then you're in a dangerous place. That's an indication you're not a true son of God. God only chastens his sons. So the chastening process of God in my life is always a very comforting process because at least it proves that I'm his son. He's not going to let me get by with it. Thank you, Father. And so don't despise the chastening of the Lord. Don't be weary with his correction for whom the Lord loveth. He corrects. Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver. The gain is better than gold. She's more precious than rubies. And all of the things that you can desire are not to be compared unto wisdom and understanding. Oh, that we would really gain wisdom and understanding of God, of God's will, of life. Length of days is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness. All of her paths are peace. Oh, the benefit and the riches that come from wisdom and understanding. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retains her. So all of these things that we count as as important, pleasantness, peace, life, happiness, these things all come to the person who has gained wisdom and understanding. Now as he extols wisdom and tells of its... Effects and results the Lord by wisdom Hath founded the earth By understanding he established the heavens By his knowledge the depths are broken up And the clouds drop down the dew My son let not them depart from your eyes Keep sound wisdom and discretion So shall they be life unto thy soul And grace unto thy neck Then shall you walk in the way safely, and your foot shall not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yea, you will lie down, and your sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear or sudden terror that comes upon the wicked. When the day of of judgment and terror comes, you don't need to be afraid. You can have that confidence. I'm a child of God. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. When the day of calamity comes upon the wicked, we do not need to fear. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do it. This is stated by the New Testament, also to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not. It is evil. If you have the capacity to do good and you fail to do it, that's just as much a sin as as some overt act of sin. There are sins of failing to do the right thing, just as there are sins of doing the wrong thing. There are sins of omission, omitting to do that which is right or good. Say not to your neighbor, go and come again tomorrow and I'll give it to you when it's by your side. In other words, don't forestall or put him off. Devise not evil against your neighbor, seeing that he's dwelling securely by you. Strive not with a man without cause if he hasn't done you any harm. Don't go looking for a fight and just getting into trouble. Envy not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse is an abomination to the Lord, but God's secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling place of the just. Surely he scorns the scorners, But he gives grace unto the lowly. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift thee up. He that exalteth himself shall be abased. He that humbleth himself shall be exalted. All of these really come, they're the expression of the same truth. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he gives grace to the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame... Shall be the promotion of fools Continuing to his sons Hear ye children The instruction of a father And attend that you might know understanding For I give you good doctrine Don't forsake my law For I was my father's son Tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother So Solomon now is speaking of his father David And of his mother Bathsheba Tender and beloved in the sight of his mother Now he taught me Now this would be David his father He taught me also and said unto me Let your heart retain my words Keep my commandments and live Now get wisdom Get understanding Forget it not Neither decline from the words of my mouth Forsake her not And she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all of thy getting, get understanding. Now, you know, there are certain people who have a lot of knowledge, but they're fools. They don't know how to use their knowledge, they don't have wisdom. If there is to be a choice made between wisdom and knowledge, it's better to choose wisdom. It's like the mother who told her child, Honey, when you don't got an education, you got to use your brains. (laughs) And wisdom is really preferable to knowledge. For unless you have wisdom, knowledge can be dangerous. Knowledge can destroy. Wisdom is the principal thing, which is actually the correct application of knowledge. It's knowing what to do with what you know. Understanding. So here is David talking to Solomon. Now look, son. <laughs> wisdom's the principal thing. So get wisdom. And with all of your getting... Get understanding. Oh, to have an understanding heart. And oh, to have a heart that is filled with wisdom. The fear of the Lord. The beginning of wisdom. It's where it starts. Concerning wisdom, exalt her and she will promote you. She shall bring you to honor when you do it, when you embrace her. She shall give To your head, an ornament of grace, a crown of glory will she deliver to you. Hear, O my son. And it seems like Solomon picks it up here again. Receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. For I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right path. When you go, your steps shall not be straightened. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take Hold of instruction. Grip her. Don't let her go. Keep her, for she is your life. Enter not into the path of the wicked. Do not go in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. Run from it. For they sleep not unless they have done some mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they've caused someone to fall for they eat the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. So here is the contrast, the wicked who go in darkness and who cannot sleep until they've done their mischief and so forth, in contrast to the path of the just, which is as a shining light that shineth more and more Unto the perfect day Beautiful The way of the wicked is as darkness They know not at what they stumble My son, attend to my words Incline your ear to my sayings Do not let them depart from your eyes Keep them in the midst of your heart For they are life to those that find them And health to all their flesh Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life.
0: We'll return with more of our verse-by-verse Bible study in the book of Proverbs on our next broadcast. As Pastor Chuck continues to teach through the Bible, and we do hope you'll make plans to join us. But right now, if you'd like to order a copy of today's message, simply order Proverbs 2-4 through when visiting the thewordfortoday.org. And now, once again, here's Pastor Chuck.
1: Now may the Lord be with you and keep you in His love and grace, watching over you, guiding you, protecting you through this week. May you be enriched in Christ Jesus in all things. And may your understanding of God's love be increased day by day. As you begin to fathom the depths, experience the heights of God's love and grace and mercies towards you, through Jesus, our Lord.
0: This program has been sponsored by Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa, California. I'd like to tell you about a book written by Chuck Smith, entitled Living Water. In this book, Pastor Chuck explains how God has the power to change your life through His Holy Spirit. This book will help you to understand how the Holy Spirit works in your life, covering such topics as who is the Holy Spirit, what does the Holy Spirit do, what are the gifts of the Spirit, and how should I respond? It's Pastor Chuck's desire that by God's grace and through this book, the Lord will develop in you a hunger and thirst for the things after the Spirit that will help you come into a deep and personal relationship with Him so that your life will be transformed. To find out more and to read a book preview, visit thewordfortoday.org and click on the link to download Living Water by Chuck Smith. Or if you would like to order this book in print, call The Word for Today at 800-272-WORD. That's 800 272 Ninety-six, seventy-three